0: Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. Yes, it is here. We're doing it. And I'm actually doing this ahead of schedule. Holy shit, it's not late and out like on a Tuesday? <laughs> it's unfucking believable. Wade got his shit, shit, shit together. No, I just have shit going on and I finally <laughs> realized I was like, hey, maybe we should do it in advance and not like fucking struggle to, to get this out there and recorded. Yes, who cares? Nobody cares about production on this show. It's just what's on my mind right now. Yes. But welcome to the show everybody. We're he we're doing it right now. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing this and then putting off the things other things now. See, it's fun. That's how you that's how we all operate through life, I feel like. There's there's seldomly very few people who can organize their life in a way and stay on top of all their tasks in an actual healthy order to where somebody's not procrastinating you're not procrastinating on one object you know like right now I am procrastinating I'm just doing this to avoid other tasks (laughs) it happens so fast and easy to do I'm I'm avoiding a project I made up for myself I don't even have to do the thing I uh, the project I made but I want to do it but I don't want to do the work, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I want the product that get I get from it, but I don't want to do the work. Everybody's that way, but you just got to sit down and do it. And it's not going to be... It's not even fucking hard. That's the problem. It's just effort in, like, setting it all up, and I'm, I, I don't want to do it right now. <laughs> do you guys start projects like that? Do you ever just try to be crafty? Like, this isn't even, like, comedy-related or job-related or even... Uh, like just like a a chore. It's just an extra project. I was like, oh, I can do that, and it'll be sick to have afterwards. Uh, I decided I was gonna make some tables. Uh, helped out my buddy, uh, AJ Simmons and Dave Bowman. They uh, own a comedy club here in Des Moines, T's Comedy Club. Check it out. And uh, I helped them do some renovations, and they were gonna throw away this really nice, um, bar top that was. Along the side of one of the walls in the club. And it was a very nice top. It was just another place for stools and, like, just to get extra seating within the uh, club. But they were just going to toss this. It's like a seven, eight-foot, nice, thick plank of wood. Stained beautifully and stuff. They were just going to throw it in a dumpster. Not even try to, like, sell it or anything. And so I said, I'm going to take that. And he's like, yeah, go for it, man. Just get it out of here. So I took it, and my idea is moving into a new place. I wanted something nice and new. I'm going to go for a new look this time. Got rid of some furniture already. Moving into this new place. Going to get some, get a nice new look, get, get a nice new aesthetic that I want for my place. I, I just want an aesthetic that's going to... Completely changed the vibe of my play. God, don't I sound like such a dickhead? This is what happens when you watch too much HDTV, dude. (laughs) I've been on that kick recently, dude, and it's warped my mind. HGTV is a crack for people in their 30s. You're just getting ideas for homes and decorating that you don't need. It, you have all this extra income because your body's giving up on drinking <laughs> you just you don't go out and drink anymore if you do get hammered you're doing it at home <laughs> you're just pounding a 12 pack at home it, being your own Dj having a good time so you're saving a ton of money uh but you'd rather have a nice aesthetic of your place you know it's no longer just a dark dingy cave you got to pass out in after you're you know 25 beers deep and Eighty dollars in the hole from drinking all night, so now you got all this extra income. You're like, I'm gonna spruce this place up and get rid of all the hammy down furniture I have, and you, that's and that's how you go to HGTV and get all those wacky ideas that you like. I can make my house look like that, and you can, for a price. But yeah, I wanted to give a new aesthetic to my place, and so I'm gonna I was gonna take this board. And it's, a, it's too big, obviously, to make one big table. I could make, like, I thought about making, like, an entryway table out of it and just putting it in the hallway or whatever. But I decided to, what I'm going to do is it's long enough, I'm going to cut the ends off, uh, make them about 30 inches off each end, so then I can make two side tables. And then I make a smaller, it'll be a smaller hallway table that you can just put in the in the entryway, have a nice little place to throw your keys, put a couple photos there of the family, you know, making sure you have a, a good time, you know, walking in. You see your family. Hopefully you love them or you hate them. And you just walk in, and you're just spiteful staring at your family. You just walk in like those pieces of shit and you throw your keys at the fucking frame. <laughs> uh, that That is funny, actually, because most of the time you're supposed to make your home like an oasis, a a place to escape the the trials and tribulation of the world and you can come and calm down it'd be awesome if you just turned it into like an unhealthy place with just pictures of your enemies everywhere (laughs) you just went full punisher mode (laughs) like every time you come in the house it's just pictures of all the people that bother you and you just start you're like motherfucker, just doing pull-ups right in your entryway looking at your enemy like i'm gonna destroy you (laughs) just prison motivating yourself after wrongfully accused being accused like you have that motivation walking into your house all the time (laughs) just doing dips in your foyer (laughs) Uh, just decorating your house to be vengeful is fucking sick as fuck, dude. <laughs> Just no rest from your fucking demons. <laughs> Just spitefully walking around your house like, I'm gonna get that motherfucker. <laughs> ah, that's so unhealthy, but so funny. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I just want... But I would want to do that. The I guess back to the original part, I just want to make these tables. And I have the all I have to do... This is such a simple process, guys. You, I just have to cut the ends off the board. It's two fucking cuts with a circular saw. And I'm just lazy as fuck and won't get the circular saw out. I don't want to set up the, the fucking saw horses. I just don't want to do it. It just... At the end... It, You think after getting a new job and not doing manual labor anymore and, you know, you think you'd have more energy, you wouldn't be, no, you go to the office, you just still, you get done and you're just like, fuck this shit, I don't want to do it. What's going to happen is I'm going to end up doing like a thing where I can maybe, eventually I might be able to work from home. And I'm just going to, instead of working, (laughs) build my furniture. (laughs) That's the thing that gets knocked down. So, yeah, like you have to have the, there's levels. You know, I don't want to go do that right now. So I'm doing this podcast and making myself laugh like a moron about making my home like a prison cell for motivation of vengeance. (laughs) Just avoiding what I should do (laughs) and build the new furniture. All I got to do is make two cuts. Fucking polyurethane the ends of them, and then go to Menards and buy the four, four or I guess eight because I'm making two tables, four pieces for, and then and then legs. You just screw them in, and then you screw the legs in, polyurethane those, bam, you got two brand new end tables, and then you buy another four set in longer legs, and then you got your your entryway table. You know, that's all I gotta do but I'm too fucking stubborn and lazy and trying to find other things to preoccupy myself oh <laughs> uh, yes dude so I guess that that's what I've been doing I've been just avoiding tasks you know you just, i you just it's so easy to just avoid what you should be doing and finding the other tasks that need to be done too but they're not preced- like the highest order of precedence you know or even things you want to do. Like there's things I should be doing all the time. The amount of times I tell myself I should be writing and and doing what I'm you know, should be writing, working on some jokes, getting my sets better, you know, tightening shit up. And I do do that. But not as often as I should. I I honestly put it off on the back burner and then I end up playing fucking Halo infinite. Guys, I I look at this and it's my brother is very nice. Jake, love him to death. He's he's talked me off the, the ledge about this sometimes because I think sometimes I get addicted to video games pretty easy. But he's told me, you know, that, dude, it's just, that's entertainment. You know, it's it's no different if you were going to watch TV for two hours or four hours, you know. If you're playing, people sit down and binge watch TV shows for fucking six hours. And nobody thinks of that as a waste of the time. But if you tell people you've played, you played three hours of Halo... People are like, oh my God, that's that's uh that's it sounds like a problem. It does sounds like a problem, and it does, especially like how Steam does things now. This is why I don't like computer games, and this is why I didn't like them for the longest time, because they track how much you play. I've played two hundred sixty four hours of Halo. Now, granted, I've had this this game's been out for like two year two or three years now. Okay, so that's like over two years, but. That's an insane amount of time. Like, I think about that. I'm like, that's 260 hours. I could have been fucking writing or something. But at the same time, it's a leisurely thing. I'm coming, you know, I'm using it. Come down. Like, it's a it's a relaxing thing, which is hilarious. That, um, that relaxes me. Getting mad playing a <laughs> first-person shooter with people who are just fucking boom-headshotting me all day long. I have see. I'm, that's what I'm gonna do for my vengeance motivation. I'm just gonna put gamer tags of people who have wronged me on Halo <laughs> around my place, stewing dips. Like I'm gonna fucking get you, cow Cowlicker Four Twenty Eight. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. The you just it's easy to do, and we're all guilty of it. It's hard. It's hard to stay motivated, but you also have to have that time. You have to have balance of of doing something that almost is not productive. I think it's important. We, I, at least I do. I don't, I'm sure not everybody sees it cause everybody's fucking algorithms for everything they do is different. You know, they, they all, we all see different things, but I see videos constantly and clips of people talking about how you always gotta stay focused and you gotta be productive and making sure you're spending your time wisely. But being Taking time for yourself and relaxing is using your time wisely in a healthy amount. You can't be leisurely all the time, but it's important. It is important. So that's all I've got to say about that. (laughs) Guys, we're going to get – well, we'll just move into our next segment here. So, yeah, I'm going to build furniture. That's what I'm doing. I like how I say I'm building furniture. I'm making two cuts with a fucking circular saw and screwing in legs. Like, whoo man look at me being a craftsman look at me being dude that's what hgtv does to you though you realize half these people when they do stuff it's just repurposing things they don't build shit they just slap a coat of paint on it and call it rustic and fucking stick it in a the house there you go look at me aren't i just the best didn't i decorate this house so great you know don't i have impeccable taste no you've made them all look the same there's no individual house. They all look the same. I hate that. I've talked about it before. and I'm not going to go on this rant again, but I'm tired of going over to people's houses and everybody's house is decorated the same fucking way. Okay? It's not fun. So what? I, I don't get why I have to... Then why do I even go visit your house? We Our houses look the same. Okay? If we did a Skype, if we did a business meeting... Right now, and we all decided to get online, there would be at least four different people. I'd be like, are you guys all in the same house? (laughs) You got the same painted walls? Yeah, everything looks the same. I I can't tell. Are you guys all in the same house? No? You're all in your own houses? That's fucking weird. dude i am fucking lost it on this one you know and i always laugh i think i'm not going to have anything to talk about and then here we go i'm just rambling anyway guys it's time for my new favorite segment of this show i've enjo- been, i enjoyed the last one and i'm bringing it back nobody wrote and said they didn't like it so i'm bringing it back again it's the random word generator segment that's right oh boy do i love this segment now it's so fun to just it's it's uh I get why improv people like improv now. <laughs> I'll just take three words and, like, let's do a segment. Anyway, uh, so I uh, already got the words pulled up. Uh, so the words this week are civilian, series, and install. So I don't know. I'm going to try to make some kind of weird thing out of this, I guess. Uh, series, install, um, civilian. Okay. Well, as civilians, I'll tell you this. As civilians, we really sh- we've really, we really done a poor job of installing a series of incompetent leaders. <laughs> Dude, we, like, that's uh, honestly around the world. We've done it really as citizens of the world because we are one. We are one global organization at this point. I got. They have the whole world in their hands. If you're not watching the video version of the podcast, you won't realize how stupid I am picking up a stress ball that looks like the globe. But as civilians, we've done a terrible job of installing a series of leaders, okay? They're all the fucking worst. <laughs> They're doing terrible jobs, okay? I don't even know how to make this funny. It just makes, I just like that I've, got it there somehow i don't know civilians installing things is funny it's like me installing anything in a house you know you and it's it's weird how people use the word civilian in different contexts as to what you are it's always whatever profession you're in i feel like you if people try to do whatever you do you refer to them as civilians if they aren't experts in it. <laughs> that happens all the time. Uh, I like how uh, you hear comics do it all the time on uh, podcasts and stuff. Now like they're like the civilians. <laughs> well, they just try to like separate comics from like normal humans, <laughs> which in a lot of ways you probably should. We're all mentally ill. I don't even... I, I'm i still an open mic comic, so I don't even consider... It's, it's weird to call myself a comedian sometimes. I don't know if I really even like it. I don't know who has to knight me to for me to feel like I finally get uh, some recognition, but there it is. Maybe if I paid bills with it, <laughs> I'd finally be like, I'm a comedian. But I don't. I don't fucking make money at all, you guys. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then the civilians in the series... That we have going on, you know, installing c- civilians installing anything is, uh, is is not good, though. That's how houses blow up. OK, trying to put in a gas dryer and you forget to fucking turn off the gas before you put in your dryer. Next thing you know, that fucking house is up and just boom. But this is a giant bomb going off there, you know, so. I don't know. Uh, this one wasn't as good. I didn't get a good one out of this one, you know. But that's gonna be the random word generators, you guys. <laughs> I'm such a piece of shit. Yeah, it's so fun. I don't know. I'm having fun with it. You can't all be winners, guys. I mean, that. What am I? One for two now? Are we gonna keep stats? I guess so. One for two right now on coming up with something funny with the random word generator. That's fine. Well, I'll take one for two. Sometimes you know what? It makes me better. You gotta fall. To get back up, you know, you got to fail here and there. (laughs) You got to fuck up a few pieces of furniture before you know what you're doing and how to make them good, which is probably what's going to happen with these end tables. (laughs) One of them's going to have a coaster at the, on the other end to level it out. (laughs) It's like, I don't even, I'm making, getting pre-made legs, how they short, has one shorter than the other. (laughs) I don't know. I'll find a way to fuck it up though. You watch, you watch. Anyway, I guess let's go into the thing we need to talk about this week, the, the article I found this week for you guys, right? That's what we should just talk about now, which is good. Now, I know all of us, all of us, we, we all want to have a happier life, and um, I, we all want to learn how to spend better. I know I do. I need to just learn how to spend, period. I, I feel like all I do is hoard money and not in a, like smart way where it's making me money. I just hoard it. So, uh, but I also need to learn how to spend it. You know, I can't be this like this hoarder of my money. I gotta you know have a good time with it. And uh, so I found an article in Popular Science that says how to spend your money for maximum happiness. Years of behavioral and psychology research has given us insight in how to splurge optimally. Now. That's something I can get into. As someone who hated science class as much as I did in high school, I read a lot about science now. And I think it's because what they try to teach you about science in school fucking blows. <laughs> it sucks. So much dick. But like, if you apply it to science and the scientific method to certain things, I'm in, dude. And if you want to tell me how to spend my money and make it makes me happier, let's go for it, Okay. Benjamin Franklin coming over the mountains here, just be looking at this nice couple making out at the base of this mountain and these people spend, spending money planting trees, I guess. I, I, <laughs> I don't really understand this graphic, to be honest with you. I don't know. Do you spend money to plant trees? I feel like you just volunteer and there's already a company that's paid for it or donated a lot of it. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, I guess we'll find out, maybe. Uh... The idea that materialistic values can obstruct, uh, our, path of happy, obstruct our path of happiness uh, dates back hundreds of years. Uh, the Buddha encouraged a balance between uh, activism and pleasure. Early Christianity, uh, early Christian mosaic preachers uh, preached spiritual transformation uh, through simple. Living, uh, philosopher Le on warned that if you chase after money, your heart will never uh, unclench. Oh goddamn, isn't that true? Most of the people I know who are all about money seem the most stressed. Also, uh, I I understand the point they're making. Just want to point out there, uh, Buddha was actually c- c- encouraging people like, in a healthy way, uh, the Christians to live in, like, a spiritual transformation, live a simple life, uh, fuck them, (laughs) okay, (laughs) that's, they said that shit, so you just give all your wealth to the church, and now the Vatican is one of the most gaudy fucking places of all time, don't get me wrong, it's cool looking, but they basically just took a lot of money from people, um, telling them they didn't need to do it, so, uh, fuck them, that's all I wanted to say, uh. The Lord is cool. The church is not. Anyway, <laughs> centuries later, the question is whether money can bring hap- us happiness remains a subject of intense debate. After all, our culture of consumption expands exponentially. Our lives increase, uh, increasingly revolve around money, earning it, spending it, and saving it. Uh, considering the numbers between 1901 and 2003, the U.S. Alex household spending increase 53 fold uh from seven, six, $769 to 40,000 uh 748 uh that's $2,000 in uh 1901 holy shit the it's increased that much the household spending jesus christ it's fucking... I I wonder what that all entails. I guess there is this. I want to open... let will see what this is, I guess. Oh, well, it didn't bring up the thing, I guess. Whatever. Thanks, Broken Link. I definitely didn't want to know what that included. And that is uh, what we spend on... Uh, And what we spend... On has also changed. Today, the average American family spends fifty percent of their income on necessary uh, necessities like food and shelter, uh, compared to eighty uh, percent in the in nineteen oh one. So, oh man, that's actually pretty cool. I mean, that means necessities have gone down in price, so that we only you're only spending half your income on the necessities, and you have fifty percent more leisurely money. Well, I guess at this point it would only you'd have eighty percent or thirty more percent uh, than you did in nineteen oh one, and that's because technology. Thanks, tech. I know I dog you all the time, but at least we're not in adject poverty because of you. Anyway, uh, that means uh, directly spending on the com- consumer goods and services, including eleven. Uh, 11- Point three million tons of clothes and 27 million tons of plastic uh, that end up in the U.S. landfill every year. God damn, dude, that is a fucking scary amount of shit. Um, but th- through the things that we buy might make us happy in the moment, that feeling uh, atro- uh, atrophies over time. Uh, it's what psychologists call the hindor- uh, hy. Uh oh man I know this one hed hedoric treadmill? I don't know. I probably said that wrong. Guys, I'm an idiot. I hate that you have to listen to me read, but it is fascinating. An assist it profess- uh said Amit Kermit a an assistant professor of marketing and psychology at the University of Texas at Austin, uh whose research focuses on the science of happiness. Uh we get used to things that we have and when we and when new shiny things uh, are advertised. We feel like we need them to keep uh, getting more stuff uh, to maintain those feelings. And then there's a nice little chart right here for those just listening, uh, which is a lot more of you. Uh, which, by the way, you can go fucking watch this on YouTube. Go to Comic Way Taylor uh, on YouTube, and you can watch me read this horribly. Uh, you only think uh, the only you only think you're going to enjoy driving an expensive car more um satisfaction how much people think they're going to enjoy driving a new car um see so here's all the things so their satisfaction's up around the four i guess uh how much people recall enjoying the car uh generally so okay yeah uh how much uh people recall enjoying driving right afterwards um oh yeah so like it's not even that great of a thing that's why I don't care about cars. I've gotten in so many arguments with people. Like, I appreciate cars and the engineering and the performance of them, I guess. But I don't get buying a $100,000 car. I really don't. I I don't get, like, I have a good friend who has a Ferrari. Uh, and it's cool. And, and that's what he's into. I, but I just don't understand it. Um... It's what he likes and what he wants. If I wanted to drive a Ferrari because I'm a fucking weirdo, I would just go rent one for like a day or two. That sounds fun. Like, I would just do that. I also can't drive stick. I think Ferraris are stick. You know, I'm a pussy. Don't know how to drive a stick. No, I'm wearing a fucking trucker hat and I look like a uh, redneck boy who grew up on a farm. I know I'm from Iowa. Everybody thinks they're from farm, farm country. That's what at least all the New Yorkers did. (laughs) But I don't know how to drive a stick, and I just don't understand the luxury car. I don't understand it. I like them. I appreciate them, but that's something I never want. I want a fucking Toyota Camry, okay? I want a brand new one. That's what I want. Reliable. Drive it for 15 years. Drive it in the fucking ground. That's what I'm trying to do. Anyway... Uh, does money bring us happiness or is it rooted in m- our misery? Uh, it's complicated. Financial security uh, certainly influences our well-being when it comes to satisfying our basic needs and standard of living. But in general, research shows uh, affluence is a weak problem. Uh, predicator of happiness uh what most experts can agree on is there are ways to spend our money that makes us happy okay so we'll just get to this uh time is precious buy yourself more time of it uh we can send messages anyway uh anywhere in the world immediately across the ocean in a matter of hours we get almost anything we can dream of hand delivered to our doorstep within it and yet despite the our ability to do nearly everything faster and more efficiently people are Across all income levels, re- uh, report experiencing the phenomena, uh, a phenomenon known as time. F- uh, what is it? Time. F- uh, f- fin? Uh, it is necessary to how we, how busy our calendar. is Oh, time. F- f- uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, our, it is necessary how to busy our calendar is, but rather. Uh, the internal state of anxiety and concern that you don't have enough time to do things you want to do. Um, time f- teen, uh, for mine. Time for mine? Time for mine? That sounds like some kind of new chemical or like it sounds like a new supplement you can get on... Uh, at at three in the morning time for mine (laughs) Uh, do you feel like you don't have time to go to the gym do you feel like you don't have time to meal prep do you feel like you don't have time to spend with your family try time for mine uh isn't just an existential (laughs) crisis it can uh, have real consequences on your health research shows that uh people who feel time constraints um are more stressed and less likely to spend time helping each other Helping others and less active It is also one of the main reasons people give as an example of why they are not exercising or regularly eating well. Uh, I've heard that one before. But uh, recently, social support may protect us from negative consequences and time stress, set, uh, psychologists, by calling a buffering hypothesis. According to the theory, buying time by doing things like hiring a house cleaner service and tidying up and, uh, and, or take, and ordering takeout instead of cooking or paying attention to direct flight or paying extra for a direct flight uh, in case of sense of some control and immediately you feeling well-being. Okay, yeah, so once again, using your money to like kind of eliminate tasks that you feel are eating up your time to things you want to do. That makes sense. I know as I've gotten older, I've started to feel that way. Like the direct flight one is like, is definitely one I relate to the most. The amount of times I've booked a flight anywhere and I just try to get the cheapest one, but then I, I've had two layovers and you spend seven hours flying and you're sitting in airport for two hours each layover, it's just, it, or you're getting there 30 minutes before you're Flight is boarding, and you're at the Denver International Airport, one of the biggest fucking airports in the world, and you got to run across this entire airport just to make your flight. That's too stressful. I I try to book direct flights now, and and like it says, it relieves stress. So let's go down to the next one here. Um, isn't there okay invest in experiences yeah okay that's one will be pretty self-evident I feel like Uh, you might think that one more particular uh to spend money on is something that you'll use for years rather than a fancy dinner or a vacation but research suggests that intangible experience can often bring you joy for longer than a physical object That that's 100% true I don't know how anybody can argue that And it's one – I buy stuff that I hope lasts because I'll use it a lot of times and I try to take care of my items. Um, But I also buy that stuff hoping it lasts longer so I don't have to replace it again. And then I can use the, the money that I'm saving because I bought that that way. To then go on these experiences and probably buying those things to use on those experiences, so yeah, it's it makes all the sense in the world. For example, people getting a uh, boost of pleasure from planning, uh, ant, oh what, anticipating experiences like vacation, and then again. When recalling their memories later, uh, that the party, because of the experience, often is cultivated with the connection and feeling belonging, uh, whereas more likely to consume material products uh, purchases alone. Uh, We're social animals, after all. In Maslow's hierarchy of needs, as soon as as our basic needs like food, shelter, and safety are met, the first thing we seek is companionship, research on human uh, floundering or flourishing confirms that uh, cultivating meaningful relationships through uh, instruction, uh, wait, institutional like work, religion, uh, religious communities, and marriage enhances our well-being uh, associated with better health and longer life expectancy. Yeah, there's so many studies out there that show um, if you're married or part of like some kind of community together, it like it does keep you healthier longer and it keeps you around longer by having those healthy relationships and stuff like that. So, uh, spend on others. That's yeah, uh, that's pretty obvious. I don't think I need to read more of that. Um, I actually, guys, we're running out of time here. Uh, I mean, I've already gone over a little bit here. So, but spending on others makes the most sense too. That's one of my favorite things to do. I love to try to buy people things or in, I know like that's a thing I've struggled with lately, because I always I've been trying to downsize stuff and get rid of things, because I don't want to have a ton of stuff uh, anymore. I don't I don't need a lot of it. Um, so I've tried to like get rid. I've been trying to get rid of stuff. So that's why I have a problem where I when I see stuff, I want to buy people these little gifts and things like that. But you know, I also don't want to clutter them or feel like they have to keep it. That's the one thing. If I ever buy you a gift, you don't have to keep it. Like I'm not even gonna come over and ask where something i got you is if you use it for the time a small time and it brings you joy but then it doesn't anymore fucking get rid of it man cuz i have that problem like I, I i used to think if i didn't keep the things i was insulting those people i held on to a guitar an acoustic guitar that I, I started playing when i was in high school um i don't know how to play guitar really you know just a, a thing you do when you're 14 to like 17 you eventually get a guitar and think you're going to try to do something with music. I am so unmusically inclined that I was that I didn't. But one of the reasons I kept it for so long is cuz my grandmother had given it to me. And she passed, it was like the one of the last gifts she gave me for my birthday was this guitar. So I kept it for years. I mean up until like shit, I think the pandemic is when I had it. I know I had it when I moved out to Salt Lake City. So I kept that thing for over 10 years and you know i'd get it out occasionally and be like "Huh, look at this thing this is cool and just and check it out and like but i and maybe strum it a few times but i was just lugging this thing around and it, it it's a, i think i've talked about it before it's not fair to connect a memory or a person who's gone now to an item um because it kind of limits your thoughts of them because then you only think about them if you're going through your stuff and find that thing, and you're like, and that's the only thing that triggers a memory about them. So that's why I have a like, I try not to do that. I try, I've been trying to take items, and it, like you always have items that are gonna trigger memory for sure. But you, I don't want to be that. That's the only time I think about them is when I'm going through stuff that's in a box. That's what it is. I don't because then it feels like you're just. Packing up that memory and just only letting it collect dust. And that's not, I don't know. I don't you know if it's fair. It's not saying it's not fair to them. Isn't, isn't the right word, but that's what I do. So I don't know. Spending money on others though. It is, it is a fun time taking people out for dinner, buying, uh, you know, buying wings for people at a sporting event, you know, getting around a of beers for people is always fun. I love doing that. It's one of my favorite things to do when I go down to the comedy club, I'll just see somebody ordering a drink, and it, like, if the bartender comes over to me first, I'll I'll tell him, like, oh, I want a beer, and then uh, whatever that guy's drinking, just put it on my tab. Or gal. Like, I just buy people random people drinks all the time because it's fun. Makes the day. And, and – you know, and plus I have to meet the minimum, and I normally only drink like two beers, and I never get the card minimum. <laughs> so part of it's that, but it's still nice. It's it's nice to just get people a random drink, and I, don't, and I tell them, don't tell them it was me either. I don't want anybody coming over and talking to me, <laughs> which is I should be building meaningful relationships according to this, but I don't. It's a whatever. But, guys, we've been building a meaning real meaningful relationship via podcast for years now, and that's because you guys love game.com. That's right. game.com is where you can find all this great stuff, guys. You love it. I love it. I love you for it. Uh, you can find this show, Not Worth the Time. You can find Who Gives F, The Empty Parlor, and all the back catalogs, all the great podcasts we've had. Uh, they're all still up there for you to enjoy and listen to. So check out all of your favorite podcasts there at Game.com. And don't forget to head over to the punning Game shop. You can get yourself some hoodies, t-shirts. Support your favorite shows there at punninggame.com, and don't forget to use promo code W. Or, no, I'm sorry, N W T P O D. That's N W T Pod for free shipping at checkout. I've been doing that lately, getting the promo codes mixed up on shows. So Woo! Look at me being unprofessional. Uh, but do that, and you get free shipping at checkout. So don't forget to go to punninggame.com, uh, and go to the Punting game shop and do that for you and don't forget to go to youtube go to comic wade taylor as soon as you go to comic wade taylor you can hit subscribe uh watch the clips watch this show and you can get to see me fuck up reading live it's great and so go to comic wade taylor uh and you can get all that good stuff check out my half hour that i have on there wild horses would really appreciate that give that a like and a view it's great share it with some people there's plenty of stuff to share um, and we appreciate it. When you guys do that, it helps. And I'd rather do that than be one of those gross people who pays to have content promoted. Bleah. No, I just want you guys to share it organically. If you like it, share it with somebody. It's good. But, guys, thank you again for listening to Not Worth the Time. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do.